Hello everybody, today we are talking about anger and how it is a necessary, healing, extraordinary force inside of us. And how it can be complicated by the fact that anger also can be extremely destructive and disorienting. And <laughs> I know that for myself, out of all emotions, I think that anger feels the most humbling. Because I can be going along with the day and be triggered by something in an instant. This fire of anger will erupt and totally like cloud my rationality, uh, my perception. And it might make me snap at somebody. It might make me um, like, yeah, just like create a conflict out of thin air. So it can be pretty humbling. It's a very powerful force. And I think because of that, for a number of years, I, I, I think I tried to kind of like, I didn't try to disown it necessarily, but uh, I definitely put the part of myself, the fiery part of myself, um, in, I tried to compartmentalize it and put it into check because I was operating under this premise that compassion, love, empathy, kindness, those are good. And anger is kind of the opposite, and it's bad. But, uh, you know, I've grown to understand that it's not that simple. That anger actually, um, it's like fire, which is the metaphor it's, you know, often, that is often used for anger, the fiery part of a person. And uh, that makes sense, because like fire, anger must be contained. Uh, if it's not contained, it can burn a house down. It can burn down a village or a forest. Um, but if it's contained and used in the right way, then it makes life possible. It makes life better and more beautiful. But that can be difficult. Uh, and I certainly am not approaching this from the vantage point of somebody who has mastered their anger. I haven't. But I've done a lot of exploration and um, I know that over the years when I tried to kind of like disown it, that was not very helpful because uh, anger, it, when I have the right relationship with it, it kind of feels like a guiding light in life. And I want to give a couple personal examples of this today. One of them is... Um, when I'm not doing the things that I feel like I should be doing in my life, I get this like constant chronic feeling of frustration and angst. And sometimes it'll get to the point where I just feel angry at kind of like the whole world and everyone and everything. It's this just generalized anger or angst. And when I notice that feeling and I kind of take a step back, and ask myself, wait a minute, what's really going on? What's, why am I feeling this anger? Often the answer to that question is that I'm not living my life. And so there's this feeling of being oppressed. There's this feeling of frustration and even rage because I'm not doing the things that I know I need to be doing. In my case, that's things like writing, creating new podcasts, maybe having hard conversations, things that will challenge me that I would resist. And if I resist too long, then there's this anger, this frustration. And I might 
feel the feeling and think it's because life is unfair or because I'm mad at people or my life sucks. But if I really hone in on the core of what's going on, it's because I'm holding myself back. It's because I'm not living the life that I really, really want to live at my core. And in that case, anger is like this guardian angel or this guiding light that's making it known that this isn't okay. I can't just ignore the, cha- the challenges and opportunities of my life. I can't just ignore um, all of the important things that I'm trying to hide from or avoid. It will lead to this conflict. It will lead to this fire burning in me because it wants to live, it wants to experience, it wants to express, it wants to grow. And I'm really grateful for my anger in that case. I'm grateful that I don't just kind of like passively accept a life that isn't being lived fully. And and I've learned to, I guess, recognize, you know, but it requires for me actually pausing when I feel my frustration growing in my day-to-day life, um, when I feel that kind of low-level angst and irritability and moodiness growing, I pause and ask myself, what's going on, man? What are you neglecting? Or what, what is here, really? And sometimes it doesn't take that long for me to realize that, oh, right, I made myself a bunch of promises that I didn't keep. Or I have a, the, these really obvious things that I'm avoiding. And so I'm turning into a grump because I feel oppressed. And it's me that's, that's doing the oppression of me. It's nobody else. <laughs> that's just one example. Yeah, it's just one manifestation of this fiery, uh, angry quality within me um, that actually is a messenger of something really life-giving and beautiful and important. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, another thing that's connected to that is uh, for a few years, I think I tried to change or heal or erase a part of my personality that's pretty fiery and expressive. And it can be kind of hot-headed. It can be impatient at times. Um, and in, you know, if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not paying attention, it can be hurtful to people. Absolutely. And I have to apologize pretty commonly in my daily life because of this quality in my personality that can be expressive it's a big energy and i have to like keep it in check and when it when it uh affects somebody i try to notice and i try to like apologize and honor them um but for a while i didn't appreciate the fact that while that uh expressive fiery energy in in me it can be a bit much at times it might actually be a part of me that's necessary for me to live the life that I've chosen to live. For example, I've chosen to be an author. I've chosen to create and share with the world in a very specific way. And I know that in the last couple of years, um, as I've been kind of like 
owning and accepting this fiery part of me, I've been realizing that I think I need this fiery part of me in order to keep on going on the path I've chosen because I live in a world that uh, can be pretty negative. There's a lot of trolling. There's a lot of haters. It would be very easy to just look at it and be like, I don't, I don't want to be a, a like person creating and sharing with that world. It's mean. It's horrible. And, you know, I've got enough voices of shame and self-loathing inside of me uh, to, to, to discourage me to actually go forward and share vulnerably again and again and again when sometimes it's not received, when sometimes it's misunderstood. To do that and to keep on uh, going forward and refining my craft it requires a certain level of fire inside of me, a certain amount of, I don't care what the, like, I, I, I want to respect people and treat people with integrity, but a part of me has to just be like, yo, this is me, take it or leave it. Um, a, a sense of, I guess, confidence, basically. <laughs> I feel like that is... Uh, this necessary, vital, expansive force inside of me. And sometimes it can get a little too loud. Sometimes it can get a little out of hand. And I'm, you know, I've been learning and growing and maturing, uh, hopefully somewhat, and learning how to contain that and learning how to acknowledge and take accountability when it's like, oh, it was a little bit too much there. I think I need to go check if that person feels okay after the way I expressed so big, so loud, so strong, or what, whatever it may be. Um, and maybe the fact that I can see like the good and the bad of that part of me, the parts of it that are like profoundly, miraculously beautiful, and the parts of it that can be extremely unpleasant, difficult, or harmful to other people, it might make it more possible for me to learn how to begin holding it more responsibly because I know that it's gotten easier for me to accept responsibility when my anger or my just fiery nature um, affects another person negatively. It's much easier at this point in my life to not just feel ashamed and just not, which, which is self-absorbed. Um, like if I hurt somebody, and I'm so paralyzed by the shame of what I've done that I can't even, like, be there and take accountability and say I'm sorry. Um, that's it's not, really, it's not really ideal. If I can actually hold it and be like, whoa, like, I'm sorry. This is all about you right now. You didn't deserve that. That was me being uh, impulsive or foolish or acting, you know, out of line, and I don't want that. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. Um, yeah, I've, I've become more capable of having those conversations. The more that I have, I guess, started to accept that this anger, this fire is a part of me, and that I'm learning how to hold it right, and sometimes I hold it wrong. And when I do hold it right, it can be an incredibly beautiful thing. You know, I can use that part of me to protect a vulnerable friend. 
I can use that fire, that angst, that frustration, and channel it into a piece of writing that creates beauty in somebody else's life and in, in the world uh, that's, that's bigger than my own world. So that fire, that anger in me, it can go in many different directions. But the directions that are like positive, I think they can be really, really positive. There's two other things I want to mention. And one of them is that I have found it very helpful when uh, exploring my anger to remind myself that anger often exists to protect something. It, it ex it's like the emotion of creating boundaries, and it's very effective at creating boundaries. And so when I have an anger response, um, it can be very confusing and disorienting, so I'll often just ask myself the question once I've noticed what's going on. Okay, what am I trying to protect right now? And sometimes there won't be a rational answer. It will be like, well, something feels a little unfair, or that person's walking slow on the sidewalk. It will be such an incidental thing that I'll be able to just like be like, okay, Miles, take a deep breath. Maybe this is because you felt like you didn't have enough space when you were a kid, so you're overreacting, and you feel like you need these really big boundaries, and you're having this anger reaction because you feel like you need space. You've got all the space you need, Miles. Like, you know, um, sometimes, I guess what I'm saying, um, sometimes it's, there's no guidance other than, oh, I'm carrying this stuff from my past. But there have been times where I've felt an anger reaction that was cluing me into something important. I might be in a friendship or a relationship where I kept on feeling this frustration and this angst when I was around somebody and it was trying it was like a reaction to something that that smelled off. And we do ourselves a disservice when we're feeling an anger reaction and we don't try to listen to it and understand okay is this just a trigger that's really kind of not connected to something real happening in this moment that's a boundary violation or is there something fishy going on here um because there have been many examples in my life of my anger being like a protector a guardian that swoops in and is just like hey step away from this. This ain't right. This isn't for you. And uh, there have been times where I didn't listen to that because I thought, oh, I shouldn't feel this anger. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be this guy who has these intense feelings. And I betrayed myself and I made bad choices. And I guess what I learned from that is listen to the feeling when there's an anger, when I, when I feel that anger or that frustration, it doesn't mean that there's actually something here that I need to protect myself from, but it might mean that. And learning how to decipher that is complex, and sometimes we need help with it. But uh, it's, a, it's a messenger, and in certain specific cases, it can be a guardian. It could protect us, and it can have really brilliant wisdom and information. Yeah, and. Uh, having some understanding that anger isn't always bad or negative. Sometimes it's a healthy reaction to something going on around us.
Sometimes we need to protect a friend. Sometimes we need to protect ourselves. Sometimes anger can be this extraordinarily powerful, healing, life-giving force. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say today. This is like a subject that I could have gone in a lot of different directions with, but and I'll probably talk about it in different ways in the future. But I think I just wanted to shine some light on my journey with anger and how I've been learning to accept it and hold it more responsibly. And, and a big part of that for me has been just accepting. It's like, okay, there's this fire in me. It can do great good. It can do great harm. Let me accept both that I do both of those with it and learn how I can be a more responsible, mature person with all of that. Anyhow, that's all for today, everybody. Thank you so much for watching or listening. If you want to support this, you can give it a like on YouTube. You can comment and you can subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't already. And if you're streaming this, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And if you're interested in checking out my book, you will find links to that in the description or in the show notes. And until next time, thank you very much, everybody. Take care.